After trying to get a couple of businesses off the ground, my guests, Akin and Tara Omotosho, had a revelation. Marketing is everything. So why not start a digital marketing agency? This power couple has been running an agency together for the past six years. And I sat down with them today to talk about how they're able to do that, how they're able to make a marriage and a business partnership work, plus how they get clients, how they're growing and scaling, and their advice to anyone else looking to do exactly what they're doing. You are going to love this episode. It is chocked full of great nuggets from people who are actually building an agency and growing on a day-to-day basis. So grab a cool drink, set back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. You're listening to the Remote Millionaires Podcast, the show for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking to create and scale six and seven figure success online without being chained to a job, location, or computer. That's right. We're going to show you how to build wealth from anywhere. I'm your host, Tom Gaddis. Let's dive in. Akin and Tara, aloha, and welcome to the Remote Millionaires Podcast. How's it going? Thank you. It's going well. It's going, going well. It's going good. Thank you. Awesome. Thank Excited you. to have you here. As soon as I started talking, my throat got dry. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like start coughing. <laughs> as soon as I started, I was like, no, I really appreciate you being on here. So for those of you listening to the podcast right now, Akin and Tara, they uh, run an agency together. And so they've been in the ARM program for a little while. And I wanted to get them on because you've been sharing some wins in your Slack channel and stuff like that, that I thought were really great. But maybe we can start off just with telling listeners a little bit about yourselves, how, how you got to this point, what you've been doing, those types of things. Um, so again, hi, everyone. My name is Tara, and I run a marketing agency with my husband, Akin. And how we got to this point was really, it was a, it's a long story. I don't want to have this long job story, but it really was out of... Um, coming like niching down and seeing the things that we do and all the things that we provided it surrounded around marketing. Um, the first initial entrepreneur, um, I guess, adventure that <laughs> adventure that we went on was real estate investing. When we first got married, Akin was um, an investor. Yep. Yeah, a so, real estate investor. Yeah. So I started, you know, my background is accounting. I have a degree in accounting. Um, so Tara has a social. I have work. a degree. I have a master's degree in social. Work. And so, um, so, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to start, you know, entrepreneurial business. So we got into real estate initially. And so and doing real estate, we're doing that very well. And then the market crashed in 2009, 2010. And I found myself at a nine to five just working. But then again, entrepreneurial, I got into government contracting at that nine to five. And I told Tara, I said, you know, everything we're doing is really marketing. Like you have to put yourself out there. This is weird. And so in 2012, we started, you know, just business coaching people. Mm-hmm. And then we started like, oh, everything is marketing. Everybody needs, you know, information out there online. No matter what business No matter what it start. is. And so the real quick story is um, we was doing real estate and I lost a deal because it basically was a $27,000 deal, but I lost it because I didn't have a website. This is in 2011. Um, I went to a house. The lady said she wanted me to, she wanted to talk to me, but another guy came in and she said, oh, I like him because he has a website. So Akin, you can leave. And literally she gave him the deal because he had a, a website. And that was it. And I told Tara, I said, 
there's something that I don't understand that's online. This Google thing I'm confused on, this website thing. We got to really get into this marketing yeah. stuff. And so that's really why it started. That's that's awesome. And so what kind of services do you guys offer and do in, in your agency right now? So we offer... Um, we offer a lot of services, but they all, like we said, have to do with marketing. So we offer um, from the startup, like if someone just has an idea here in the state of Maryland, we'll walk them through the process of how to start their business, how to get licensed. And then we'll also um, help them with their website, start up their Google My Business, you know, all the things that you need to do as a startup company, um, social media pages, things like that. And then once they have that, then we help them to grow in regards to your search engine, um, you know, advertising. Uh, we also offer print services as well. And that's fantastic. So you do a lot of consulting in addition to applying the marketing services to what you teach people. I think that's uh, an element a lot of people miss. Like they just think, oh, I'll just do the services. But the consulting part can not only be lucrative, but it it's like super helpful because a lot of times people are like, yeah, I have a website. Now what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's where the relationship building happens as well, because, you know, we're able, we spend a lot of time with these clients and, and really walking them through the steps. Like we wanted someone to walk us through the steps when we first started in our business. Mm, that's so great. Like looking at, well, what would we have wanted? And then providing that, that help to other people. Now I know you two, have you always worked together in the business? <laughs> No. Well, in real estate, no, we did not. No, okay. I was not, I, I wanted, um, since I was home, we have also four children, four, four sons. sons. And I was home with them. And Akin wanted me to call people, cold call about their properties. And they were cussing me out too much. And I was like, you know what? I already have enough stress. I had three, at that time, I had three kids under the age of five. And I did not need anybody cussing me out on the phone. So I was like, you can have that and I'll deal with raising the kids. But then uh, when we started business consulting and we saw that there was a lot of couples that were coming in um, that were starting business, maybe it was the husband that was starting the business. And I just started, um, ideas just started percolating in me. And I'm like, why, why, why is it that he just has a business and she doesn't have a business? So I went on this whole like two year um, span and yep. I had a blog that was called Inspired Into Action. I was asking women what is inspiring them to act on their business with the idea that if they shared their story, that other women would be inspired to start their own business too. That's great. And what has been, so... I know I'm married. My my wife and I are not in business together right now, <laughs> right? Um, what what do you think is like, what has been the biggest thing that's helped you guys have a healthy relate? I, I guess that's the word I'm looking for, right? Like, because I mean, you have to work at your marriage. I'm sure you have to work at your business relationship too. What are, what are some of the things that maybe some other couples out there that are, or maybe somebody's looking to get in? Like one of the things you mentioned and then I'll shut up and let you talk is um, why does he have a business? Why does she, she doesn't like, maybe there's a lot of women out there that would like to be involved. Like what, what would be some things they could do to get involved and things like that. And then how do you, how do you kind of uh, handle that relationship? So you don't uh, one of you doesn't like kick the other one out the door. <laughs> so, so right. Tara definitely is going to answer that as well. Cause I know she has a, a lot of information you want to share, but in regards to like just being in business with, 
your your significant other or spouse, whatever. Um, it's definitely communication. I mean, people yeah. over people say oh communication, but I mean really just really listening to a person and finding out their strengths, almost like a SWOT analysis. Find out their strengths, mm-hmm. weaknesses, opportunities, and threats because everybody is strong in something. And so you know you have to kind of like take that and really say, okay, well you're good at that, then you focus on this. Right. I'm good at this. Let me focus on this. Let me stay in my lane. So technically, we work together, but sometimes we're in our own lane where we're right. just doing it so to the bigger common goal, which is our agency and really helping others. Yeah, that's interesting that you mentioned that because that's what Nick and I do, right? Yep. Like he's got, a, like he has his responsibilities. I have my, like we're very clear on those things. And sometimes there's overlap. And obviously, we sometimes. each watch the other stuff, but like, you know, we each have certain things that we're focused on, and that helps us to. One, we do it because it helps us get more done, but it right. also does help us be a little more efficient because we're not constantly trying to overlap each other. You know, it's kind of funny, Tom. Like, like she's she's great at websites, right? She's great at the whole back end stuff, and I love the sales and designing too, and designing too, right? <laughs> and she's and humble. I love it. She's and very she's humble. humble. <laughs> she's humble. But you know, this funny thing: we didn't go to school for none of this stuff, and so she's like, "Wow, Akin, I'm glad I found my almost like my voice." But she can speak yeah. on that as well. But I feel like when a person finds out what they love to do, you know, it's a catch twenty two about that because you don't want to give it up too, right? So you're like, "Oh, we got to outsource, we got to outsource." So yeah. we'll talk about that later. But yes. but yeah, so so in business, you have to kind of let people know what they're great at as far as your business person, spouse, or significant other. But you also have to say, "Hey, you know what? It's time for you to graduate. Like you've you've won in this area." Yeah but you have to graduate now and give someone else's responsibility. So, yeah. And it, it is very hard to do that. <laughs> I'm saying he's getting ahead of himself. <laughs> no, it, it is very hard to do that. And we'll touch on that in a minute. Yeah. I did want to come back to one thing though, uh, Tara, and that is the question about what advice would you give to women out there that are maybe looking to be a little more involved or, or to, I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say support. I don't want to say supportive because that sounds like so like, uh, like, but, I know, like I, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, um, but I, I anyway, I'll, I'll just let you talk. I, I know what that? you mean. I know what you mean. No, I know what you mean. Um, I think the one thing that has been helpful to me, yes, communication has been key, but I think also uh, really letting him know where I want to work in. Um, I remember earlier on in our business, but early on in our marriage, it was like, um, you know, I didn't know what my role was. I didn't know. I mean, I know I was a wife, but what does that really mean? You know, <laughs> does that mean I cook all the time? I clean all the time. I do laundry all the time. You know, it's like if I'm doing all that, what are you doing? So I really um, I was I had a, a big issue with that because I felt like in the beginning of our marriage, I was trying to be superwoman and and saving no one. And I, I, I went to prayer. I'm a, I'm a believer in Christ. So I prayed and I asked the Lord to show me what I need to do. And he, I heard, I heard to say, write a business plan. Now I've never written a business plan. I, I mean, you heard me say my, my master's in social work. I help people. <laughs> you know, I'm not really, I wasn't really helping people in business at that time. I was helping you know, uh, people to secure their families back to, uh, normal. So, uh, but I wrote a business plan and I wrote out like what duties I wanted to do or what I wanted to do and what he should be doing. And I think that's really worth in our business. Like he said, you know, both of us are, are traveling on this. There are two lanes, but we make pit stops in the middle always and, and talk and communicate about what each other is doing. There are some times where um, I'm telling him some things that he doesn't really care to listen to, but it's good. And there's some times when he's telling me like some things that I don't want to listen to either, 
but I have to take it um, from the perspective that he wants me to, to be better. And same thing, vice versa, instead of taking it as criticism that I'm not doing something well. So I would just tell women to really share on your um, with your husband or your significant other on the, the roles that you want to play in the business. What is it that you like doing? And here's how I can help out um, so this, this business can be successful. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And that also applies to people that aren't in a relationship and become business partners because, yeah. you know, that one, that communication is key, but also being clear on what the roles are and what you want to do and all that stuff. Very, very important too. Nick and I have like, we do general check-ins. How do you feel things are going? How do, And like, we do them in a way where it's like, there's no, you know, sometimes it's hard to not feel like you're being criticized, but we do our best to, to, to get around that. So, but we definitely have a cutoff. I think, um, definitely what I've done, um, is I stop working on weekends. I, I don't, I don't answer emails, calls, even if it's sometimes my friends who I know may have a business call, you know, it's a business friend, you know, this area is great. I don't pick up the phone. Um, I, I found myself being very overworked and um, just always focusing on the business. So I had to like stop and say, weekends are for my family, weekends are for my kids. Um, let me just, you know, Friday night, five, six o'clock, it's, it's cut off. It's cut off for me. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I think that's something that not a lot of people talk about when it comes to mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. And that is when you're building your business and you're doing things, taking time off almost comes with a feeling of guilt. Yeah, it does. Like, I, I love to watch college football. And for like mm -hmm. the first two years when I was Saturday watching football, I was hard to enjoy it because I was thinking, oh, man, is Nick working All right now? Should I be doing, doing something right now? Like, there's so many things I could be doing. But now I've come to grips with like, man, I work hard during the week. Like, I yes. work hard. I get things done. Like, if I want to take six hours to just sit around and watch college football, like, have at it. And that... But it took some time and some thinking about why do I feel that way? Why do I feel like, you know, those types of things? And that is something I don't think it's talked about enough. It's, it's a mindset, though. It's a mindset to feel like, you know, you're not providing value to people throughout the week and you can't enjoy some leisure time. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a mindset. To yeah, well, and then the whole entrepreneurial space is like hustle, grind, hustle, grind, grind. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, is this like... It's so funny because like I didn't become an entrepreneur because I want to work 67 hours a week. Like that was not my goal in the start it was like, yeah, I want to do this so I can work even more. Like, no, yeah, I want to do exactly. it so I can work less. So exactly. I have a oh, go ahead. Did you have something to say? Well, I was going to say that I believe that both of us came to that realization um, last year. My mother passed away mm. and it was very sudden and. We just we just took some time to refocus, reanalyze what we were doing, and that's when the, the decision really came from her passing away and really seeing like life for, for real. I mean, we knew that you know death is inevitable, but when it happens so close to home, it sort of causes you to do some reevaluation on how you're doing things in your business. Yeah, and it really puts things in perspectives, right? You realize like, yes, money is important. Yes, it enables you to do things, but like there's also other things that are very important as well that you don't want to miss out exactly. on at the expense of that. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. So I have a couple of questions about the agency itself. So one is how do you, uh, how do you guys prospect for new clients? That's a good question. So one of the things we do is we use uh, a couple of softwares, um, you know, Rep Kahuna is a software we use. Uh, people don't know what that is. Is 
you know, definitely it's an awesome software where it basically kind of reach out to like online and pools and scrapes and all that great stuff. Um, we also do a lot of referrals. Um, we get a lot of referrals. You know, we've been in the, doing this since 2014 and we have a lot of refer, referrals. Initially, that's how we got a lot of our business. It was just referral marketing. But then that became almost like hope marketing because you're like waiting for people to contact you is not the best. We learned that through the remote millionaires program. Like that's not the best way of doing it. And so now we're doing a lot of Facebook ad advertising. Um, we're doing a lot of just paid advertising now. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe you have to do a variety of things trying to put, you know, uh, all your eggs in one, like you, you want to have multiple things going on. Um, Another thing I wanted to ask you about the agency itself is, you know, a lot of times people, they get in a program like Remote Millionaires and they're like, oh my gosh, there's a lot to do, <laughs> right? Like it's a little overwhelming. There's so much to do. What do I start with? Where do I go? And it's, you know, that is a, I've been in that situation, right? With starting my business. And, you know, the, the thing is like, all of it is important, right? You have to do all of it. But you just have to kind of chunk away with it. So how how do you how do the two of you deal with that that kind of feeling of like oh we're because all I think all entrepreneurs have this you feel like you're not moving fast enough you're not doing enough you should be further along there's so much stuff I don't know like I just how do you how do you how do you guys tackle that and learning new skills and then continuing to move forward. Um, I think some we do more on an individual basis. I know that when we first um, enrolled, Akin actually got COVID and was in the hospital for like two weeks. And so yeah. there was no moving forward. Everyone in the house, we all got COVID for Christmas. And so um, it was just like one of those things where we took a pause, but then it turned into first we had to get our minds together. Like we did invest in this. Prior but, to. Prior to, but we need to get our minds together. Like we're really going to jump in and, and do the work. You know, this is not something that's going to happen by osmosis. You know, you pay it and it comes. No, that's not what's going to happen. You need to get in and do the work. And then you really have to see what, what do I need to start first? It's like eating an elephant. How can you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You know, you, you go on something that, you know, uh, we try first was um, hiring um outsourcing some from, from well at first it started from yes. um personal referrals yes. like we reached out to our friends and family and said hey do you know anybody that's looking for this and that didn't go too well so <laughs> it didn't go too well at all we had people that didn't want to do the work so uh we switched gears and and started doing some other things and so um just just one bite at a time and then there's some things well he will work on and then i will work on um, separately and-, and we check on each other daily in terms of like you know in the morning was okay what are you working on so yeah. i would say okay i have three hours to work on learning this new skill right. um i'm, I'm going to be focused on you know you know some ppc campaigns i'm going to be going on this platform to try to recruit some people so we really really automatize everything and just try to be intentional about being intentional and also intentional about doing revenue, revenue producing activities. Want to say a word? Yes, my that, favorite that words so, right there: revenue so producing key. activities. That was so key because um, we've seen this before. We, yes, we've seen where we weren't doing revenue producing activities, right. and it really hurt us financially because we're doing right. this full time. This is what yes, we do, we, and so yes. we're like, oh wow. We, and then when you get that big win, 
10 grand, you know, win for one client, you just stopped almost. You like stopped doing the momentum stopped. Yes. You know, sometimes we were seeing that in our behaviors. So now with the with us checking in, it's like, I can I did this revenue. Look what I did, look what I did. I got like 10 calls, you know, 10 people. We got someone to schedule some appointments with us. So it's more exciting when you identify different activities as revenue producing activities instead of just Things that you're just doing to fulfillment and things like or being that. busy or being busy, yeah, B- busy work. It's so easy yeah. to get wrapped up in busy work for sure. Yeah. Was there anything in Remote Millionaire specifically that 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 really was kind of like an eye opening thing or helped you, um, you know, make a little bit of a jump in your business and what you're doing? So, so we had two different philosophies about this. So, my background is accounting. I used to be an auditor for a big four CPA firm, and so before I jumped in Remote Millionaires, I thought I knew everything as far as like, oh. I know systems. They can't teach me anything about systems. And then when I found out you guys were doing the SOPs, like this was like a week before I got COVID. And I was like, oh, I'm going to look into these SOPs because we have to scale up, Tara. We got to scale up. And I learned, I mean, I'm, <laughs> so much stuff with those SOPs and just the, the, the camaraderie with the group has helped us. I mean, like it's just almost, it's just almost amazing how there's power in this collaboration, right? And just mm-hmm. people just communicating. But the SOPs, I would say, if anything, that has really caught up our, our systematizing our businesses because I'm a systems guy. I love processes. And so it helped us focus, it will help me focus on mm-hmm. our business and recru- recruiting people and showing them I don't have to constantly do everything over and over. I can just put the system in place, do a video about it, and people who come in, our business is, is rocking with us. And I love it. Yeah. And my... Uh, my that the thing that I valued most or and still value me is the sales training. <laughs> I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not going to say what I'm not. I am a salesperson in progress, <laughs> you know. So that was very helpful for me. And then also um just just way of wording things and changing my mindset. Not that well yeah I, I used to think that sales was sleazy you know that's what the the world uh shapes your mind you know the salesmen they're always trying to get over or whatever but i'm offering an opportunity to you you know i'm offering an opportunity to you and this opportunity is is beneficial like you need these services i'm not selling you anything that you don't need i'm just recognizing the need and just bringing it to your attention and she said you she, you told me you felt it helpful that you saw a lot of women in the group who leading was right. like you know Lucy and other people who were saleswomen who were dynamic. Right. As well. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It really is a real, I, I mean, I found it a relief when I discovered like you can just be authentic. Yeah. Like, and I also thought this whole thing was way more complicated than like I, and the truth was I made it way more complicated. Like yeah. I wanted to know how to make you do what I wanted. And <laughs> yeah. somebody was like, how to make you say yes. Yeah. Say yes. Somebody was like, yes. Tom, stop that. Like just, yeah just make them a value, like see how you can help them and tell them what you can do. And if it's valuable to them, they'll do it. I was like, Oh, okay. So you can really do this and be real. So no, yeah, it, it's been great. very helpful. And also in the group, it's not competition. It really is us collaboration, collaborating. Um, it's not anybody clicks. Everybody's been really helpful to jump on the phone if they need to, to, to talk with you, encourage you. Um, it, it's, it's not. I don't feel like when people share their wins and I'm behind. I feel like, oh, if they if they're doing that, we can do that too. We can do that too. Yeah, absolutely. And I, what I lo- love about it is the people in there are taking action. And so you know when somebody tells you something, it that's something they're doing. And I think that's so key to when you're trying to move forward. But it is awesome. It is. So I have one final question for you. What words of advice 
would you give to that young, expiring, aspiring couple out there that's like, yeah, let's do a business together? What would you, what, what words of advice would you give them to help them kind of get to where you guys are and what, and what you've done? I would say, first of all, take imperfect action. Yeah. Don't, don't expect a success to be overnight, but take imperfect action every day. Um, you're not going to, you know, hurt anybody by taking imperfect action. Communicate. Give yourself some grace and a little bit, you know, leeway of saying, okay, I don't know everything. Find a mentor, right? Because I feel like, you know, I thought I knew a lot of things before I jumped in the group. But you, the remote millionaire program, this is probably our first time investing, you know, into this program, into a program to be very transparent. And this has caught up our business in terms of having someone who's been there before, you know, and we've been watching offline shorts for a while, but just having someone who's been there before us, who's done things that we have not done in our business. We've been doing it for six years. It just has helped us tremendously in terms of growth. Um, find a mentor, take imperfect action. Yeah, I, I agree. And the one other thing that I would add to that is, um, you know, have a, have a, if you need to make sure you have the mindset, if you need to shift your mindset, then make sure you're open to that because, um, my mindset has been shifted in this program. Um, not, I didn't. I never thought I knew it all, but I thought Akin knew it all. So I was like, as long as he knows it all, we're good. But <laughs> <laughs> That's but um, the thing is, is there's nothing wrong with me knowing it all too, and and, and collaborating with the group and knowing more, and um, just opening my eyes and opening my mind to new things that I I wasn't aware of, and. And also to release some things that I've been so used to doing and um, and maybe didn't want to outsource on, but it's it's for the best. It's for the better. Yeah. When you get somebody in to take some of that stuff off your plate, it's life changing, isn't it? Yeah. It like is. It's, it you're, is. you're super worried about it at first, but then you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I did. Yeah, that. we're we're still in the process of that. We haven't yet uh, mastered that, but just the idea that it will come because other people are doing it and. They, there are some good people out there. So if there's someone's listening and you're a good person, contact, <laughs> contact us. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, this has been a fantastic interview. It's been really great to watch both of you come into the program, what you've been doing, how you've been growing, the wins coming in, all that stuff. I really appreciate you taking time to sit down with me. Thanks so much for being here. Appreciate it, Tom. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. And if you're listening to this episode and you enjoyed it as well, do us a favor, go to wherever you listen to these podcasts and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, if there's any links or anything from the show, I'll put them on the show notes page. You can find this episode at remotemillionaires.com forward slash podcast. And other than that, stay safe. And I'll see you next week on another episode of Remote Millionaires Podcast. Now, if what you heard today resonates with you and you want to continue the conversation, then I want to personally invite you to click the link below and schedule your free Remote Millionaires business development call, where we'll analyze your business and your situation and show you exactly how to accelerate your results and build a wildly successful business you can run from anywhere. Until next time. 